the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Buckle up and start your engines. This is You Ought to Know with Dave Stahl. With 30-plus years of automotive experience, Dave is here to educate you on everything from repairing your vehicle to the latest industry news and trends. If it's automotive, Dave covers it. It's time for You Ought to Know with Dave Stahl on The Answer San Diego. All righty, folks. Welcome to You Ought to Know. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer to this segment this hour is brought to you by Southwest Point of Sale. 800-540-2149. If you own a gas station, liquor store, small grocery store, uh, and you're having problems with uh, cashiers, check out self-checkout. That's right. Walmart, Home Depot, and Costco are doing it, and it's working extremely well. So give these guys a call. 800-540-2149. Jeff and Mark will come out to your location, take a look, and if everything fits, you'll be set. Southwestpos.com. Southwestpos.com. Okay, now we're going to jump over here to the You Ought to Know show. And this segment is brought to you by Hot Rods and Custom Stuff. you've never been to a hot rod shop, you might want to take a run up to 2324 Auto Park Way. It's been doing it since the 60s. A major award winner when it comes to, comes to custom cars. Or if you own one and you can't find anybody that's competent to work on it, uh, Randy and his team can do it for you. HotRodsCustomStuff.com. All right. Hey, I, I've got – did you finally get my interview? <laughs> a little bit more on Super Cruise. Take a listen. All right, folks. Hey, you know, you've heard me talk about uh, self-driving, hands-free technology, uh, Ultra Cruise, uh, which uh, General Motors has been using. And we've got another gentleman on the line to talk about it, Kosti Shami. He's a solutions manager for Ulta Cruise. Kosti, welcome to the show. Hi. I'm glad to be here. All right. So, solutions manager. That sounds to me like you're a fixer. Uh, I am responsible for leading the software development for Ultra Cruise and ultimately how we're going to deploy the, the package to customers. Yeah. And, and you know as well as I do. I mean, I've been in the business for like 30 years. You probably not quite that much. But whenever the manufacturer comes out with a new system, we'll just use that as a terminology, and the customer needs to be educated on it, they need somebody like you to help make sure that all the bumps are as minimal as possible before it does get to the consumer. And I think Ulta Cruise really could be a challenge when you've got people that really would just as soon hang on to the steering wheel than not. But there's going to be a time down the road where Ultra Cruise is going to be extremely important. Maybe not for my my age generation, but you know the younger generations coming up because eventually that's basically what they're going to have. And by then, you know, all the bugs will be out of it, all the problems will be out of it. I've used it myself, not probably as much as I should, and it's just because I'm old and my confidence level is not there yet. And I ask, I tell people all the time, the more you drive it, the more you use it, the more you drive it, the more you use it, then eventually all those fears and all those, you know, problems will, will just go away because then you'll get comfortable with the program. How long have you guys been working on Ultra Cruise? So from an Ultra Cruise perspective, uh, we've been, I've been on the team uh, basically since we started, and it's almost been five years. Uh, we've gone through a lot of different iterations of, uh, testing on different development vehicles and and uh, computer architectures, but 
Um, right now, we're, we're really focusing on getting our technology ready for a safe deployment. Uh, we're, you know, we're really excited about the sensor set that we're uh, packaging on the vehicles, specifically the Cadillac Celestic. Uh, and this new technology, this new sensor set is really going to help drive um, the Ultra Cruise system to be a robust, confidence-inspiring, and ultimately a safe deployment. Um, it is different well, than a Super Cruise. I don't know if you've had experience with Super Cruise. Uh, so Super Cruise is our hands-free highway-only system, uh, and we're looking to, to take this new sensor set and allow us to drive on uh, 95% of scenarios uh, completely hands-free. Yeah, and that's Ultra Cruise. I don't think I mentioned Ultra. I was just still calling it Super Cruise. One of the things I read in the press yeah. release, one of the things I read in the press release is that you are working on Ultra Cruise where it will work on all roads, or at least 95% of them. Gravel roads, dirt roads, highways, city streets. I know you're not implementing yeah. components in the ground. Is it all vehicle-based? So Ultra Cruise is uh, intended to work on all public paved roads. Um, where we're, we're, uh, the 95% number comes from a naturalistic driving study in which we looked at uh, the types of scenarios that a driver would encounter on a normal, typical day. Uh, and we're designing the system to be able to handle 95% of those scenarios uh, safely and robustly and completely hands-free. So you're not doing anything to the road surface. You know, you're not implementing sensors. You're probably, what, using the vehicle and the cloud? So we have a, a, a wide array of on-vehicle sensors. Um, we have seven, eight-megapixel cameras uh, placed at different areas uh, in the vehicle. We have uh, multiple short-range and long-range radars, uh, LIDAR package behind the windshield, and uh, inertial measurement units, uh, high-resolution GPS. So we have a lot of vehicle sensor data that we're, we're using online uh, to generate our, our paths and execute, um, you know, the maneuvers that we're, we're looking to accomplish. Um, and then we do have uh, a way for us to gather vehicle data, send it back to the back office, which is what we call kind of, you know, basically our, our way of uh, analyzing data and creating new updates and deploying them back to the vehicles for customers to experience. Exactly. Uh, I'm sure you're starting off with Cadillac, which I think that's what I would probably do as well. Um, and then eventually, will this filter down through the GM lineup? Yeah, so our, our launch of Ultra Cruise is on the Cadillac Celestic. Uh, and we are looking to expand to different vehicle programs in the in the future, but at this time uh, we're really focused on 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 the Celestic. So, do you have any consumers driving uh, any of the Cadillacs, or is it employee based? Just to data, just to gather data. Right now, our development is focused in both simulation. We have a, an aggressive. Uh, path to doing a lot of virtual development. So we have a lot of stimulation activities going on. Uh, and all of the development testing is currently done by engineers, actually. Uh, and we're getting vehicle data and, and learning from that. Um, but there's no beta fleet in the, in the customer vehicle hands at this point. Right. Okay. How far out do you see this as being a either standard on the Cadillac or as an option? Right now, uh, we're looking to deploy uh, all the technology on the Celestic, and, and our, our plan is that we launch uh, with the hardware that's capable of accepting the software as it's mature and it's proven to be safe and robust and confidence-inspiring. So our plan is to develop this technology over time and deploy these updates um, as we mature the content. All right, so you basically don't have like 2027, 2028, because you're still working on the data. And I, I know when you release this to the consumer, you want it to be 120% reliable and true so consumers will feel comfortable driving with it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, having a safe and, and confidence-inspiring feature is our, our top priority. Right. Uh, 
you, you mentioned a lot of equipment that's going to go into uh, the Cadillac. Is, how is it going to be a major impact on the price of the car, or do you think you'll have it at a point where it'll, you know, it really won't be anything more major than let's say all-wheel drive or you know some type of class? I mean, is it a price? Are you going to be able to control the pricing? We we built the the pricing and the business case around the the. That knowing that these sensors are required to execute ultra cruise as a feature, uh, but at this time we're not uh, going to be disclosing uh, any pricing at this time. Because you know that's going to be a now maybe not a Cadillac customer necessarily, and I think that's a good vehicle to put it in. Uh, you know because like I said, five hundred thousand, fifteen hundred dollars to a Cadillac consumer that wants this technology, you know they're they're going to be able to address it. As you speak to the consumers out there, how's the reception been on on Ultra Cruise, or have you gotten into that part of the arena yet? Well, we haven't uh, deployed Ultra Cruise to any customer vehicles at this time, but we do know Super Cruise as a technology is really well received, and our goal is to basically take that uh, well received technology and be able to apply it in in more roads, more situations and and like i said the goal of the cover 95 percent of driving scenarios so we anticipate this will be a really well received uh, feature well i'm pretty excited uh and like i said i'm just telling you i mean i'm i'm whale i could be your grandfather so for me to accept this i have been taking it a little bit at a time i've been getting some you know not the ultra because it's not on the road yet but the super cruise and every time i get one that has it I've gotten better and better and better by allowing it to basically take the wheel, so to speak. And you're, I think you're right. The more you get comfortable with it, the more you, you get used to it. And, you know, there's still redundancy that you can always grab the wheel. So it's not like you can't touch anything. So I'm pretty excited about this technology, and I'm really looking forward to talking with you down the road, you know, as you uh, – as you you know, get closer and closer to launch date, uh, you got to be pretty excited about this. I mean, this is probably one of the you know probably the most exciting features on a on a vehicle coming out now that you know ahead of anybody else. So this 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 should be uh, this should be pretty exciting. And I look forward to talking to you down the road when we get more information. Uh, is there a web, is, uh, is there anything on the Cadillac website people could read if they get as you know, once I blast it on radio, they're all going to want to know more about it than what you and I are talking about. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I'm personally very excited about the feature, um, and and I know all of my colleagues are, are really excited to, to see it launch on the Celestic. Uh, we do have information available on our website. Uh, I believe we even um, published a, a couple of press releases recently talking about our sensor set and how this new technology is going to really enable us to, to launch Ultra Cruise successfully and safely. Good time to be in the car business, my friend. I, it's exciting, and I can't can't wait to see how it uh, it all shakes out. And so I'll probably, I'm sure uh, Mike will keep in touch, and we'll probably chat maybe in the next you know couple of months, six months, and and see where you're at. And if you ever have a drive, you know, press event, let me know, and I'll be more than happy to come out and. You can see if you can get this old guy to keep his hands off the wheel. <laughs> Sounds great. Well, nice right. chatting with you, Dave. All right, Costi, thank you very much, and have a great week. And I'll, once I air this, uh, I'll definitely get it back to you. Awesome. Thank you. You do the same. All right, folks, welcome back. You're listening to You Ought to Know, FM 96.1. AM eleven seventy. The answer. <laughs> That's with a corned beef sandwich hanging out of her mouth. That's Brittany, and this is Kristen. How you doing, kid? What's going on? You guys are having way too much fun today, huh? Boy, we really are. I'm telling you. Well, Brittany decided to bring a. What was that guy? What, what, what did he fly on his back? The a motor powered. Oh yeah, powered um, paraglider. See, paraglider, crazy whole hour. What are you driving, girl? Oh, you're driving that T-Rex. I'm so jealous. 
Not to be confused with the dinosaur. Not to be confused. Did you did you look under the hood like I told you and pull the cover? No, off? you know what? So I had a conversation with the kids about that because I said, you know what? I can't reach the hood. Yes, <laughs> get us. Give one of your Do kids. We, They're both taller than you. I mean, almost, but yeah, it's it's tall though. I mean, even with a ladder, you know how ridiculous my neighbors would be laughing at me if I'm standing out there on a ladder trying to yeah. lift the hood of this and and then I'm like, you know what, I don't trust Dave. I'm gonna get the engine cover off and not be able to get it back on. That's no, not gonna go well. It snaps right trust me, if I can do it, you can do I it. I understand your pain. Like I would do the same thing. Yeah, I know. I but it's do. really I cute. I feel like he's punking me. It's no, yeah, I do. No, I have to fly there to show you, I guess that's what it is. Look, look, what's more important though, uh Removing the engine cover to look at it, or driving the seven hundred two horsepower using it. Hell <laughs> crate engine. I mean, come on. Now you've been driving some trucks. You've been driving some trucks. Tell me this doesn't go right to the front of the line. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is this is the dream truck of of all truck loving fans, right? Because it's got everything. Yeah. Um, you know, starting with just kind of it almost amazes you from an engineering standpoint that you can take such a massive vehicle. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's almost 20 feet long. It's eight inches wider than a regular Ram 1500. But you can take such a massive vehicle, put an engine in it where you can go zero to 60 in around 4.2 seconds. No, I did not test it. Um, <laughs> with a top speed of 118. Yeah. I, I will say that um, there's so in downtown, we're getting a new city hall in our downtown area, new city hall, new library. And, um, I'm watching the city hall meeting and they're arguing about putting in a stop sign. So I'm like, all right, I got to go up and take a photo of this for, you know, my day job, my work. Right. And it, part of the debate in the city council was like how you have to keep easing out into this intersection to be able to see around the construction. Right. And so I'm kind of easing out and I'm easing out trying to like, see what they're talking about. And all of a sudden Marlon goes, go, go. Apparently this car is coming like out of nowhere. So I hit the accelerator and I'm, I'm pretty sure I left pavement marks sure. because I wasn't thinking about like, okay, just ease on the accelerator because it's a really powerful truck. And it's well, he yelled at like, you. He yelled. Yeah, he did. I know. And then I look back and it's like a little Ford Focus or something coming. I'm like, hey, if he'd hit me, that that would not have ended well for him. Yeah, not for him. Oh my god. Well, and that's just it. Until you, you know, until you hit the hit the the go pedal. Yeah, it's a it's a great truck. It drives good, it's responsive. But boy, when you stand on it, you're gone. Yes, yes. You just yeah, you got to kind of be prepared for that. I mean, I, I think this is the first truck I, I looked at Hunter and I said, "Dude, this thing has a launch button." I'm like, "Have you ever <laughs> driven a truck with a launch button?" And Hunter's like, "Push it, push it." And I'm like, "No, no, we're not touching that. That's that's off limits." Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, it's it's just a phenomenal truck. I know Ram put a lot of of R&D into it. I know that they worked with their design teams and their engineering teams to get it right because they really wanted something that competes with the Raptor. And, you know, I, I think Ford, to their detriment, taking away that V8. Uh-huh. Um, I know uh-huh. they've got the twin turbo V6, but people, you know, people want uh-huh. power. And even if you can get close to it, people want a V8. They want the sound of the V8. Uh-huh. They want the just the mass of the V8, so to speak. And so, yeah, I, I think... I think it's a phenomenal truck. And you know what's even more impressive? It's like you said, I've been driving a lot of trucks lately. And, you know, a price tag on trucks these days, right, is mm-hmm. you're looking at 70 80 to kind of outfit it the way you really want it. Right. Um, the fact that this starts at 78790 that's pretty impressive mm-hmm. in itself. Now, you can blow it out of the park, you know, but you got to look and to see if the features you need, either, you need to either take away or add to it are worth – what it is but you're right the base price of that truck because you got the same powertrain you're not going to get any different in the powertrain all you're going to get are creature comforts yeah i mean you can yeah you mine has tested was ninety eight thousand seven. and like you said i mean you know but it's got the 19 speaker Harman Kardon sound system you know it's got the the right. tonneau cover i mean it's you've got the extra graphics Although I can't see buying a, a, a TRX or a T-Rex without the graphics. Yeah. I mean, that just, you know, I don't know. That, no, I'm right I, there I with you. Have it. I, I, yeah. I agree. You got to have the graphics to go because it's all part of the package. I did, yeah, I just kind of want to show it off. I mean, I, so this is a, a level two. I think they have like a level one and then a level two and then a level two plus or something. I'm not, I'm not, uh. don't hold me to that. But the level two adds. 10,295 onto that. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, and so that's, you know, you get better seats, you've got the, um, 
the power adjustable pedals, which, you know what, in this big of a truck, it's probably needed. Um, I will say I was impressed with the, the steering radius the, it, it, for its size. I was able to maneuver through parking lots, uh, crowded parking lots, et cetera. Although I was noticing I was having to park it way out because it is so long and it is wide. Right. My concern was somebody else scratching it or bumping it or whatever. Um, and don't even talk about fuel economy because when you're in a truck like this, you don't care about no. the fuel economy. You're not no. buying it for that. Right. Yeah. If you don't, if you can't live with that at what, 14, I think, 12 to 14, you know, if, you, if that's a problem, folks, don't even consider it. But don't drive it well, either because exactly. once you drive it, you know, <laughs> out in our it's neck of the It's got a really large fuel tank, though. It's got a oh. really large fuel tank. So, I mean, I don't think it's budged this week. I know. Even man, that, I know I'm, I'm running through it. It hasn't budged because the tank is so large. Yeah. I usually half a tank. I usually go fill it. I never go much below half a tank. But, you know, driving that or the Raptor, even, when is this gas gauge going to move? I know it's, you know, and then I'm thinking that it means it's really got capacity. And then you look it up and it's like, oh, my gosh. What color did you get? Uh, it's a blue. Let's see. What do they? What do they call it? Um, it is hydro blue pearl. How great is it though that like a, a consumer, the average consumer, you, me, Brittany, Marlon, anybody can go into a dealership, and if it's available, if they can find one, yeah. buy a truck that can go up to 118 miles per hour and that can jump. I mean, this truck is built to go <laughs> off roading to jump. It can handle the whoops. I've seen the videos. Yeah. Um, you know, and then you can still put it on the highway and go to grandma's house. And something you've never experienced, but if you watch any of the, the race trucks out in the desert, if you ever watch them launch when they take off, one side of the truck goes higher than the other. If you do that with the Raptor, it'll do, or I mean, the Raptor, the TRX, it'll do exactly the same thing. It'll, it's just like a Class 7 uh, trophy truck. It just pulls that front end up, which means you've got suspension that you can have so much fun with, you'll be blown away. And it's too bad you couldn't go through an actual off-road course with it. Yeah. I would be in heaven. I would love to do that. I would love to be able to do that and take the kids. There was one that wasn't too far down the road that actually was open to the public where you could pay and go. And um, it's changed ownership, and so it's not actually open any longer uh, to the public, yeah. um, which makes me really sad because, yeah. And we've had some rain here this week, so there's a lot of uh, – Hey, uh, matter of fact, I was, we I was sent, talking to a friend of mine's husband. I said, let's go get this truck muddy. Let's just do it. Yeah. And? I didn't. You know, I was <laughs> guilty, too, when I go mudding, and then the, the you are, company picks it up, and they have to clean it. Yeah, but that's how they that they just charge the manufacturer. I yeah, found that out. They told me this. See, I give it back with a full tank of gas. That's how they gave it to me. That's how I'm giving back. So, But you should have yeah. gotten You should have got muddy. So you wash it too? Before no, you I don't take them out. I don't get them muddy. What are you kidding me, girl? I mean, usually I, there, there's times if I get it, the only time it gets dirty is if it rains and then, you know, then the dirt and all it that. It rains dirt here in San Diego. Yeah, I know. So, But but generally speaking, oh, nice. I just give it back to them full. And I talked to the drivers and he says most of the time, that's not how they get them back. So what do the kids think? They loved it, yeah. They, they actually, and then they, they put it, put me on the spot, and they said, well, you know, what do you think? Would you still choose the Raptor? And I said, you know, I think they have their pros and cons. Um, the Raptor seats, to me, are more comfortable. Mm-hmm. They've just done a really good job with the seats that they use and everything. Um, but I like the tech. I like the performance, the way they, the, the Uconnect and the performance pages are laid out in the T-Rex. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think it has kind of a little more attention to detail. Um, and, I, and I almost feel like that, the T-Rex is a more well-rounded truck. I feel like it handles better on the road and, you know, off-road capable, whereas I think the Raptor, you do feel a little bit of that off-road truck when you're driving it on the road. Not that it's uncomfortable, but mm-hmm. I just think you notice some things a little more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, I think, I'd be, you know what, you know how I should have answered that? I'm just not realizing. I should have answered that question. I would be happy with either one of them. Please go buy me one. Yeah. No, you hit it right on the head. But I think the big push for me between the two trucks is V8 over V6. Well, and it, 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 yeah. And that's about the only thing that would roll me, because you're right. I mean, and I like the looks of the Raptor. I like the looks of the T-Rex. But I think if I had the money, 
I probably would go with the T-Rex if it was me. Yeah, and so that's interesting. So, like, if Ford, and I don't think Ford's bringing back the V8, you know, they, no, they're not. They're, yeah, they're, but if they did, you know, then what? I mean, what? which way would you go? Well, see, then it's it, it just totally messes everything up. Uh, there, I think the Raptor is more off-road capable, even with the V6. I Well, and the Raptor has more gears. You know, the Raptor's Rap- a 10-speed. 10-speed, I know. The T-Rex is an 8-speed, yeah. yeah. It, it would be interesting to talk to somebody who, you know, actually is able to put a truck through its all off-road um, paces and ask them their opinion, somebody like a Sumid, um, you know, which they would prefer and why. Versus yeah. you and me who are just grinning no matter what because right. of the power or the speed. And yeah, we're cool just happy it, to you know? go to the growth. We're just happy to go to the grocery store in it. You know, I'm we're still, easily impressed. Yeah, I'm just saying we are that. Yeah. There is no events about, <laughs> but I do. I really, I do like that truck. I have to say, um, I do too. I can't believe it's taken me a couple years to drive it, and I, I didn't know. I really thought that you were ninety thousand starting going into it. No. So I was impressed that, yeah. that this one, you know, fully outfitted was below a hundred. I really thought it was going to be over a hundred. Um, so yeah, and and I noticed that they're keeping their value because I did a little stalking online today mm-hmm. uh just to kind of see what's out there you know what's available and the used ones are really keeping their values so oh, yeah. that's always impressive as well yeah and like i said and they and they're just you know you get i mean it's got everything you want but just you're a little bit different than the next guy go pull the evidence you can cover off it's so easy you won't believe it get a ladder get a neighbor get, don't you have an enthusiastic neighbor that likes cars probably do but then they're going to want me to take them for a ride later and i mean you know this is going to be an all-day thing if i go get a neighbor to help me take the engine cover off what are you talking about <laughs> then i have to fear oh. i'll drive by myself in peace and quiet okay i, I digress i'll take that <laughs> one back happen, David. all right but i know your thumbs up on the t-rex so that's yeah. the good news Absolutely, yeah, and you know, even with with what trucks cost these days, yeah, yeah, um, I, know. You know, I would I wouldn't cross it off my list for even just the average person that's not going to off road more than a couple times a year. Right. I'd go consider it and see, you know, because like I, I mean, starting price on a lot of trucks is yeah. seventy thousand these days. I'd much crazy. rather have a T Rex than have uh, you know, just a. Hey, if you're not smiling, if you're not smiling, what you're driving, get rid of it. How do people follow you around? FocusDailyNews.com or find us on Facebook at um, Facebook.com backslash YAK Radio. Right. And I will talk to you next week. I'm going for a drive in the truck. I think yeah. you should. Hit, go, go hit a mud hole. You're in Texas. Money. You're in Texas. Get that thing <laughs> dirty. Will uh, do. All right, kiddo. Hey, we're going to take a quick break. We got you listening to the You Ought to Know Show, FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks. Welcome back. You are listening to the You Ought to Know Show, FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. This is brought to you by our good folks over at John's Automotive. Go check these guys out, 6267. Riverdale Street. That's John's with an S. San Diego Auto Repair.com. Brian Armstead back on the East Coast. Pretty soon's going to catch our rain. Hopefully he's not wet today. Hey, Brian, how you doing? No, no, man. It's, uh, it's beautiful today. It's a little chilly. 44. Yeah. It's going to get down in the 20s tonight. <clears throat> but they're calling for, <clears throat> pardon me. Yeah. They're calling for temperatures in the 70s uh, by Wednesday. Ooh, so wow. We will see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So everything's good on this side of the world. So talk about one of my favorite cars, the Kia Sportage. Well, you know, it, it's got so many things to uh, that you, you, know, you can really like about the car. First of all, you know, Kia's got a, a plethora of uh, sport utilities. Um, let's see. Let me get back. Uh, the consumer website has given me a little bit of a, of a start with the soul. A little hiccup here and there, huh? Uh oh! Did we lose you? Oh, no, the uh, for some reason the um, the uh, can you hear me, Dave? Yeah, you sound fine. Okay, for some reason the um, it just kept going from CarPlay back to uh, it was glitching for, for whatever reason. Okay, yeah. so anyway, um, I lost track of what I was saying. Uh, Kia offers uh, quite a quite a few sport utilities: Soul, Seltos, Sportage, which we're talking about, yeah. Sorento. The uh, the Carnival crossover, it's like a really slick band crossover hybrid. 
and of course the Telluride, which is, um, they're all selling very well. And the EV6 uh, electric is a high, uh, is considered a crossover uh, utility as well. And they offer plug-in models and electric models, um, a lot of good options with Kia. And they also offer quite a few sedans, so good for them. Um, there are many things <clears throat> I like about this sport utility, Dave. Uh, I have the Sportage X-Pro Pat Prestige all-wheel drive version. And the all-wheel drive adds about, I think, about $1,800 to, uh, to the total. You can get them. I'm pretty sure front-wheel drive. Again, my phone is acting up, so I can't read um, that right away. Um, but I took some notes here of the things that I really like about the car. One is drive-away alert. If you're sitting in traffic and, it's, you know, you got a car in front of you and you're on your phone, you know, you know it's going to be a long light. You pick up your phone and then you kind of lose track of what you're doing. It alerts you that the car in front of you has left the scene and you need to get into gear and you do combo. So it gives you a nice little beep. And I was like, wow, that is a really cool feature. Because who doesn't check their text messages at a stoplight? Yeah. Too many people check it while they're driving. But, yeah. you know, I thought, I thought that was a great feature. Really? And we all love, we all love the cameras that, you know, yeah. when you turn on the left turn signal, the phenomenon yeah. turns into a camera uh, uh, monitor. We turn on the tack, uh, right turn signal, the tachometer changes to a side view camera. So you have mirrors and the cameras and your rear view camera. You've got five options. Plus, folks, don't forget to look over your shoulder. You know, <laughs> if, you still have the, uh, if you still have the mobility to do so, it's always good to just give it a quick look if you can. Sight lines in this car are pretty good. The deep pillar has a small little window in it. Uh, out of the rear view, uh, you know, the rear of the car, pretty good. Um, second row has headrest, but overall vision is, is good all the way around. I love the full panel glass sunroof. Number one, because it's quiet, it doesn't rattle, but also the shade opens like boom. You press that button, that thing has gone back all the way to the, uh, it covers the second row. I have some sun shades, man. It's like, <laughs> this one is like zipped and it's back. Wow. Uh, great interior features, nice perforated, heated and cooled, sports seats up front. Perforations in the back, uh, heated steering wheel, uh, the driver attention monitor. If you're lunching on the road and you're weaving all over the place, it'll show you a little coffee cup and tell you to pay attention. So that's another really nice feature. Um, do not disturb. Okay, so right now when I call uh, this show every week, I always put my iPhone on do not disturb. Because invariably, all of my friends who know I'm doing the show forget and they call me during this time. So what I like is that when you're in Apple CarPlay, you can actually see the Do Not Disturb moon on the CarPlay screen. And I haven't noticed that on, uh, it may have been there on other vehicles that I've tested, but I noticed it today. And I switched it off and the little moon went away and I switched it back on and the moon came back. So that's really a great feature. Um... And this this is an all-wheel drive version, so it's got some smart some drive modes, including right. snow, smart, sport, and normal. Yeah. It is fully loaded, Dave. I mean, the only thing that um, you pay for with this car is the jungle green paint um, with uh, black roof paint. It's a nice-looking vehicle. Sage green, that's three ninety-five. It includes a sage green interior color package, which is basically just the armrest and a few other little things inside that are painted. What, co- green. what color is this car? Sage, a jungle green with a black roof. It's like a pea green, you know, with the blackout trim yeah. and all that stuff. I bet that good looks looking, good. Looking car. I bet that looks good. It, it looks great. It looks great. But, of course, the, the thing that we laugh about every time is that, you know, Kia throws everything into the black basket for thirty six seven ninety, except for those carpeted floor mats. you got to pay for them. <laughs> <laughs> I just, just hate so that. Thirty seven three forty out the door, twelve fifteen for freight. That's a reasonable freight. Um, well, you know, it's it's assembled in um, West Point, Georgia, so maybe right. that's a little high too. But anyway, thirty eight five five five, airbags galore, um, yeah. safety features galore. It's got uh, forward collision avoidance assist. Lane departure warning, lane keep assist, driver attention monitor. We talked about that. Park distance warning, reverse, blind spot collision, um, avoidance assist, rear cross traffic collision, avoidance assist, safe exit warning and highway driving assist, smart cruise stop and go. 
12.3 inch screen up on the uh, on the dash there, Dave. Looks great. Android Auto, Apple CarPlay gives you a uh, three month subscription to um, Sirius XM. Harman Kardon Premium Audio sounds great in this car. It's got the hands free power lift gate, so you wave your little size 15 shoe under the bottom of it, uh, and uh, you know this that bad boy will will open up. Uh, wireless chargers front and rear, and uh, I'm sorry, wireless chargers front, front and rear USB charge points. Mm-hmm. Uh, synthetic seating material, 17-inch black alloy wheels, LED headlights, taillights, and daytime running lights. <clears throat> Heated outside mirrors, a lot of good features, and of course, the famous 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty. Five year 60,000 mile limited basic warranty and uh, some other goodies thrown in. Dave, the only thing I do not like about this vehicle, and it's a biggie, and I hate to even say this because I love the brand, but the uh, 2.5 liter gas direct injection four-cylinder engine is a dog. It's slow. Mm. It just can't get out of it. It can't get out of its own way. Right. So it so needs a turbo. Mode, it needs a turbo bad. Yeah. Badly. Um, you know, it, I put it in a sport mode and it still couldn't get out of its own way. Wow. And, you know, it's to the point where you have to plan your highway entrance mm. kind of maneuvers like you were driving a, a diesel from Mercedes-Benz in the mm. 1980s. I mean, it's not that, so I'm, be, I'm exaggerating, of course. <laughs> yeah. But I'm kind, of, I'm kind of surprised that a vehicle that costs $36,000 can't get out of its own way. Yeah. Now, once you're up to speed, it, you know, lane changers are good, but yeah, that stoplight, you know, from stop to, you know, it's just yeah. not there, man. It's just not there. And it, it really kind of ruins what is otherwise a really fine automobile. And, um, you know, I'm not sure that, uh, again, I'm, I'm having problems with the good old telephone here in terms of looking up. I'm going to try to go back to the uh, power train okay so um it just says active all-wheel drive is an 1800 option uh-huh. um but you know i think that, that that's something they need to address you know a company that builds a stinger gt and uh in the, the uh, Nero electric and that ev6 gt which are just rockets um all three of them actually the Nero is very quick for for its size sure uh they need to pay pay attention to that so Overall, I would give this car probably a, a good seven and a half out of ten, okay. and those two and a half, those you know, two of those points come from just the lack of acceleration, mm-hmm. and uh, half a point because of um, you know Kias and Hyundai's, and they, they just don't have the the best resale value in the world. So this, but with a ten year, hundred thousand mile warranty, why would you want to get rid of it? Because you're covered mm-hmm. for sure. so long. So you drive that baby for ten years, hundred thousand miles, yep. whatever. Yep. And then, um, you know, you can pick yourself up another one. Go to Kia.com and check it out. Dave, I will be off to uh, Portugal next Sunday. Uh, I believe my flight leaves. Hold on one time. Let me check real quick here. I believe my flight leaves at. Um, Who's in Portugal? At, um, Good food. Well, no, no, Mercedes, um, oh. Mercedes EQS and the Maybach EQS. So it's a. Mm. That's a pretty high end uh, deal. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to pull this up real quick. Okay, I trust you. I leave at t- I leave at ten o five p.m. So I will be on next Sunday. Oh, <laughs> you will be on. Okay, you'll be tired. I will no, be no, on. That, yeah, but <laughs> you're you're leaving next Sunday, right? Yeah, my flight leaves at ten o five p.m. So I got plenty oh, of time to do the show and still get out to uh, to the to the lounge to the Polaris lounge and chill. There you go. Watch some. Uh, Watch some college basketball. There you go. That sounds good. Yeah. All right, buddy. Well, hey, we're sending you a storm. Be ready. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't need any more storms. I'm still trying to get over the, you know, I'm still trying to clear my throat up, as you can tell. I can tell, brother. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a little sort of day. It takes a while to get over pneumonia, so I'm yep. just trying to be patient. Mm-hmm. Well, you take but care anyway, of yourself. You guys, go, sit down okay, and have. Okay, same, same. And we'll talk at and, you uh, next thank week. Thank you, Brendan. Take okay, care. Thanks, as always, to Brendan. Okay, guys. Take All care. Right. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, when we come back, we got one more segment right here on the You Ought to Know show. I'm going to ask Brittany a thousand car questions and see if she can answer them. Right here on FM 961, you should see this look. AM 1170. <laughs> the answer. 
All right, folks, welcome back. You're listening to the You Ought to Know Show right here on FM 961 AM 1178. The answer. Convoy Auto Repair, another NAP Auto Care SE certified AAA. Funny how I have a bunch of those guys, but you know what? Nobody does it better. Three-year, 36,000-mile warranty, clear across the United States. And Collision Dock right there in Kearney Mesa. It used to be Bumper Dock. Now they've got certified, and they can do the whole car. CollisionDock.com, CollisionDock.com. Stop by and give them a shout-out. All right, hey Brian, call back in. Have forgotten something? What was that, my friend? Yeah, it's it's, it's and it's a critical feature. And I, the sheet of paper of all this great information was sitting right beside me, so I apologize. <laughs> There's a turbo hybrid powertrain that offers 227 horsepower and 258 pound feet of torque, 43 miles per gallon, 590 mile yeah. driving range. That's way up over this uh, what I'm driving, which is a 187 horsepower right. naturally aspirated 2.5 liter. So, folks. Look at that turbocharged yeah. hybrid powertrain. And uh, also, um, it has a, uh, a surround view monitor that's available. It gives you 360-degree uh, visibility and a blind spot view monitor. Critical things that I yep. forgot. Uh, get that hybrid and rock away with your Kia Sportage. Thank All you. Right. Talk to you next week. Look forward to it, buddy. Bye-bye. All right. So if you listened to the show last, we were talking to about a turbo prop guy i don't know what that what do you call that thing again? powered paraglider thank you very much powered yeah. paraglider and we had one of our greatest fans listening oh yeah had some He's questions probably not listening yeah now. he better be but we're gonna answer your <laughs> questions and the questions were yes we had a listener texting me but i tend not to check my phone when there's a guest right next exactly. to me <laughs> etiquette you know right. but they were really good questions and i saw them at the end of the hour so uh, regarding the powered paraglider so think of a la jolla where they jump off a cliff there's no motor Matthew has a motor. That's why it's called powder, powered. So uh, he was asking our listener, quote, I'm going to quote, can fat guys fly? (laughs) (laughs) And so Matt said, no, uh, it's fine. There's no weight limit. It's It's the sail. And he said bigger wing. Which is the sail that goes across the top. So, yeah, so I guess... There is no... It doesn't sound like there are too many restrictions at all anyway. you imagine a really fat guy well, even I doing mean, it? I would think the hardest at getting started, getting running, off the ground, running, yeah. might be the natural limit. Might be a yeah, challenge, limiting factor. And then another question, question was how fast can they, like I don't I can't believe neither of us really asked that. Like how, how fast can you go? It's funny we you wouldn't think that. I was trying to be a really good girl because his wife was sitting right next to yeah. them, him, and um, I know that there's a risk, but it's a calculated risk. And with that sail and then the extra shoot, it actually sounds pretty safe. And he's got a parachute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I so. mean, unless you ran into a pole. Yeah, that's probably. Well, I no. Mean, what did he say? On the ground is when most accidents well, happen, right? Starting them up. Yeah, yeah. You know, because the minute you started the accelerator. Anyway, yeah, so what was the other question? Okay, so it was how fast can they go? A top speed was around 30 miles per hour. Uh, he says it's not about speed. Yeah. You know, and you and I are both sitting there going, well, how fast can they go? How I know, why? I can't believe we didn't. So, but see, you know what it is? It's like sitting in a lounge chair with a glass of wine, just sailing along like a bird. Like a bird. Haven't you ever wanted to be a bird? Uh, every week I think about that because out where I teach, there's yeah. beautiful hawks. We have these huge eucalyptus trees. Can you trees. imagine if you were a hawk for a day? Oh. <sighs> And you could just take off and go as high as you yeah, want. Yeah, and you just uh, and, and go land in a bush, eat I think a berry. The only thing I wouldn't like is I'd have to uh, hunt for my own food. That's probably the only thing I wouldn't like. Well, if you were a bird, that's I, the we've only seen them, thing you would know. But we've seen them scoop up a rabbit, like tear the head off right above all my students. It was See, I epic. Do that. I'd have to let the rabbit go. I'd be a very <laughs> so skinny get bird. Hungry, yeah. I'd be a very skinny bird. All right, what's that? Um, does he listen to music while he's flying? If so, what? And he said Metallica. Now, did you <laughs> think that that would be the music he would pick? Uh, I had no idea. It's definitely upbeat. Yeah, I mean, that's... <sighs> That, I, mean, I would think I, because I, I, I definitely have playlists for different emotions that I want to try and reach. Mm-hmm. Race day is the, meta- it's suicidal tendencies, sprung, all that uh, high, yeah, 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 run yeah. the jewels mostly. Uh, so when, if I was sailing, I think I'd want the more calm stuff. Yeah. Um, I don't know if Metallica hmm. would be, probably John Denver. Is that what you would choose? No, John- I won't oh. <laughs> <laughs> George Winston for me, mine of my biggest yeah, influences, but yeah. um, 
So well, there are the answers. Great questions, listener. Can yeah. I say who the listener was? Sure. <laughs> Steve. Good yeah. questions. He was listening. I, know, I wish I checked my phone. <laughs> yeah. Well, you will next next time. That is for sure. So you're getting ready for the race season. Yeah. Are you on a school break? No. I have one more week, and then we have a week off. And that week leads up to the opening night for Barona, weather permitting. So luckily, I have that week to put my car back together. It's still apart? Oh, yeah. I have not had any time to get out there. And even if I had a little bit of time, it's been so cold and wet and dreary. Mm. Um, No, I just, I have not It's not not a motivator. Hurts your knuckles, too. Uh, So if I bang, like I'll I'll scrape a knuckle, I'll bang a knee, I'll bang a head. Mm. If it's three... I'm done. I'll even if I have stuff to do. I always tell myself like that's one, oh. and then bam, that's two. Ah, okay, I'm done. Usually I don't get to three, but that's like a promise for myself. <laughs> In other words, you have a limit of pain. Yeah. Well, I have. Uh, my car is low to the ground, so I'm often on the ground and then getting back up. So I'll bang something. I have a one car garage, and that one car garage has some stuff stored. I have a motorcycle in it right now. I have a washer dryer. I don't have the most room. To work on my car. And no place to roll it because uh, you're on a hill. Yeah, I can't roll it in or out of my garage. Yeah, I have a steep, little steep driveway. Yeah. And, and oh yeah, and I'm at the top of a hill. So it's, um, it's confining. A it's a challenge. challenge. I actually, someone just offered, uh, hey, can I come over and help? And I go, thank you. But it, no, thank you. It's, there's really no room and there's a method to my madness. Yeah. And it's not that hard. It's just a lot of little things I need to do. But. It's not that hard, old, what I need to Yeah, do. but see, yeah, I, I'm right there with you. I mean, unless... Yeah, I want to... I've had people help before. Oh. Um, Did you have the undo and then redo? Yes. Yeah. And, and it how, was the rear main seal on oh. an engine. After putting it all together and oh. putting it all, bolting it all no. up, started up no. and it puked oil. So, took it all apart and, you know, as far as... But I couldn't... You can't remove it. You'd have to take the transmission out. No. Fr- oh, gosh. Yeah, he just put the seal in upside down. Oh, that's all. Which is, I don't know how you could even <laughs> do that, but he got it in. Oh, mine's just a lot of little things. Well, and you're safer. You feel safer if you know you did it. I go over it, yes. Yeah, just like flying fine. an airplane. Yeah, yeah. You make the you make the walk. You do it every time. It doesn't make any difference at all. Hopefully, spring break is warmer and drier. I can just spend ten hours. If I get just one whole day, I'll turn on some music and, and just, just get start it done. Clanking That's out. my plan. Is it about a ten hour? Is it about a ten hour? <laughs> what I need to do to get my race car ready just is from bumper to bumper. A full day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good. We'll be good. There's nothing wrong with that. No, I need to grind the tires. They're old. I do not have a fresh set. You still don't have a fresh set? No, these are, yeah. But they're not available, are they? I I haven't even looked, to be honest. I have not even had time to look. Where do you get race tires mounted uh, anyway? Oh, you're talking mounting specifically? Yeah. Coyote Motorcycles is my sponsor. Carl out at Coyote Motorcycles. Off Up the there, eight. off the yeah, eight. Yeah, he does that for me. Thank you, Carl. No yeah. kidding. If I, need, if I get my hands on a brand so new one. So what is that place? He works on motorcycles, and he—I don't know if he's officially a tire dealership, but my dad—he has mostly like Harley's and like right. that. But my dad goes there to get his Ducati tires, shoes for his new Ducatis. No kidding. Yeah. Oh yeah, Carl—he's amazing. He's like, yeah, bring it. I'll do it right now. He'll stop what he's doing. I—I I, I don't ask him to do that. I can come back. Do you have his email? I have his phone number. Well, you should send get get his email and send this to him. Oh, the because um, yeah, you did yeah, kind yeah. of a little well, commercial. So um, you know, our shows are always on iHeartRadio a week later. So I can oh. send that to him. Yeah, just tell yeah. him to take a listen. Yeah. Well, because we do like to to honor the small business Absolutely. man and woman out Carl's there. Carl's amazing. He, I have his little coyote sticker on my my car, my race car. But he's just so easy to work with. And, well, I've uh, driven by it. He's I, very busy. Yeah, but I've driven by it eight million times. I live in uh-huh. I honk everyone <laughs> and, on the eight and. I've never. It, then a signage went up a while back, you know, Coyote. Yeah. So then I just assumed he's just selling. I just assumed he was selling tires, but then I seen quite a few bikes coming. Oh, he there. works on them. Yeah. Yeah. He's always he always has at least two motorcycles in at there. At least, yeah. at least, at least. But uh, yeah, look like oh, a, he's a great supporter. Look like a fun little track or a little fun little shop. 
but it's just uh, small. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's just him in there. Yeah. What, what more do you need? Huh? Yeah, I think talking that's how he a, likes it. Talking to a girl that's working out of a Cracker uh, Box. Uh-huh. Oh. Who, I mean, my original house had a two-car garage. And on purpose, the original owners turned it into a one-car. Uh, I think I've brought that up before. No, I didn't. It's a little not. frustrating, but I understand. I think they got an RV, so they laid a slab where they could park their so long they RV. Just, they just cut your next, yeah, garage yeah, They in cut half. it in half. And so that, when I bought my race car, I had to put my convertible Mustang outside. you have a cover? We built a carport. Okay. Yeah. So you're good. So, yeah, I'd rather have her in a garage, but... Um, yeah, but at least protected. she's out of the weather. Yeah. I just... I, um, somebody rolled up on me last week when I was... at. By the way, I haven't told you. I have continued nonstop, even through these outrageous gas prices, Chevron with Tecron. You, you told that to me. I, I never left Chevron with Tecron. And have you noticed? My I, I mean, it doesn't... Clunk, 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 clunk. Yeah, you can hear it. Yeah, but you thing. said that once, and I thought, well, even when it's $7, I'm still going there for my baby. She's 23 years <laughs> well, old. Well, yeah, come yeah. on. Give her, give her some yeah. love. But I mean, it's good, Lord. Someone rolled up on me and said, is that your car? I yeah. know. 22 years of daily driving. He's like, that's nice. It's classic. I was like, thanks. I seen one the other day. I thought it was you. <laughs> All right, we got to take a quick break. It looks like our special guest is on the line. Oh, we are lucky. Like, this yes, is huge. This is a big so. name. All right. This is You Want to Know, FM 961 AM 1178. The answer. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 